Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Fair Data Podcast, where we discuss all things fair, making data findable, accessible, interoperable, and reusable. I'm Meroz Ahmed, today's host of the Fair Data Podcast, and my guest today is Rory McNeil, regular host of the Fair Data Podcast and CEO of ResearchSpace. Rory, welcome. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. It's nice to be on the other side of the uh, of the other side of the microphone, so to speak. Awesome. So let's get started. So you attended the IRODS 2022 user group meeting at KU Leuven in Belgium last week. Um, would you mind sharing some of your main takeaways with us? Absolutely. Uh, I have to say it was uh, it will be a pleasure to do that. And my probably my my main main takeaway was what a fantastic uh, cauldron of of intellectual fervent it was. It was absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, really, sur- it surpassed my my expectations. But before I get to some of the substance, I have to say the setting was also spectacular. The university is amazing, including a, um, a medieval castle uh, where we we had lunch, uh, and then uh, a museum for. Uh, early and uh, and late industrial uh, turbine uh, engines of various kinds, including including jet engines, but also going back to 19th century things as well. So the setting was also quite uh, quite spectacular and conducive to reflection, as well as um, as well as thought. Uh, and our hosts at at at, at K. Leuven were incredibly um, incredibly nice and, uh, and and provided a fantastic atmosphere. So it was a wonderful setting. So I guess, as I said, my my main takeaway was that um, this this is a community, uh, the IROD's community is is taking off uh, as a community, uh, IROD's as a um, as a product or or as a platform is also really gaining ground, and how how relevant what's going on within the community and at IROD's itself. Is to many of the of the fundamental research data management and fair data issues that we that we've been discussing on the podcast. So I think that was probably my main takeaway. Okay, thank you so much. That sounds incredibly exciting. Um, let's get into some of the sessions and the themes that you found particularly interesting. Uh, starting off with the integration of IRODs with other systems such as Globus, Galaxy, and Cybers. Yeah, absolutely. So that was one one. Um, one set of things. I don't know if it was intentional because I mean these were not grouped together in terms of the sessions as things which were grouped together. But it was very interesting to see that IRODS is um, how IRODS is being is being used and adapted by uh, by other platforms because of course IRODS itself is a platform. Um, so Cyverse, which was which was for those who don't know, was originally uh, adopted for the for the plant science community. Uh, is uh, is a collaborative data discovery environment for the life sciences, and there were two presentations from people about cybers in ways in which they've uh, they're furthering the the cybers integration with with IROS to take advantage of uh, of the of the file manipulation and and sharing capabilities of IROS. Um, Galaxy is a is a widely used bioinformatics workflow management tool, uh, and again. Uh, there was interesting to see how they had had um, had been uh, making use of, of IROD's to further uh, further some of the workflows in uh, in Galaxy, 
and then Globus, which for the <laughs> Globus, I don't you can't really sum it up in less than less than half an hour. Uh, but uh, it's 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 widely used, in particular, uh, in in U.S. higher ed, uh, as really a multifaceted uh, set of tools and platforms for for moving and sharing uh, data sets. And it's interesting to see this this platform to platform integration uh, that's taking place. In the Globus case, it, it was actually something which was done not by the uh, not by the core team at IRODS, but uh, actually. By by uh, by K, uh, people working at, at KU Leuven and uh, and Globus as well, so it's great to see. I think the ability of these platforms to complement and supplement each other, and also the interest in the uh, in the people involved in developing the platforms in, in working together. Thank you so much. And you also mentioned some projects involving sequencing and other omics data. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about what you found interesting there? There was a couple of presentations, uh, or maybe actually three, I think, about uh, about that, and a couple were from um, the the Charité Hospital in Berlin, and they were talking about how they are supporting uh, workflows involving management of of sequencing data, and also in particular, uh, in particular, dealing with creation. Of standardized metadata about uh, about the sequencing data, and then passing that through workflows, which enable processing of the uh, of the data, creation of the metadata in standardized ways, and then passing on um, uh, passing on using IRODS as, as a as a facilitator, passing the data and metadata on to um, to other systems, and that's certainly one of the in conversations I've been having in the past six to twelve months, this whole area of of metadata uh, for uh, for um, domain specific communities, of which Omics is a, is a, is a major one, has become has become central to a lot of the discussions going on about um, about kind of the next step in research data management. And so it was great to see these these projects, uh, which which in this case were happening at, at, at Charité, but are also happening elsewhere. And it was interesting to see how how IRODS is able to um, facilitate, you know, kind of better handling and, and creation of data and metadata in in this uh, again, what's really I think an emerging an emerging important area of of the, the kind of research data management issues which we've been discussing on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, that seems very interesting. And it seems like there were some very productive sessions at the meeting. Um, you mentioned the University of Maastricht's adoption and incorporation of the CDAR metadata template generator into IRODS. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about your thoughts on that? That just uh, struck struck so many responsive chords with me in terms of, of things which I've been, uh, discussions I've been involved in, uh, again, and with a wide variety of people over uh, in recent months. And I also reminiscent and a related area of, of someone that's been on the podcast, Alison Lister, um, talking about ontologies. So the CDAR metadata, it, it's, it is, it is, you know, it's what it says on the tin. Uh, it's an open source metadata uh, schema a generator, um, which was developed, I think, by some people at, at Stanford, and it still exists. Uh, well, it exists as a uh, as a, an ongoing resource, which is available. Um, to for people to use, 
and again, the creation of the creation of standardized metadata is is very central to the ability to uh, to make data fair. Um, we haven't really discussed metadata too much on the podcast, but as I said, we've discussed uh, we've discussed uh, we've discussed a little bit, and certainly ontologies as well in, in Allison's uh, in Allison's episode. So. What was interesting again? Again, this this was this was actually building the this was actually building the CDAR metadata schema into IROD. So in this case, it was an, an enhancement to IRODs as opposed to an integration with IRODs or uh, or using IRODs to facilitate other things, as as was the example with the omics data and metadata. But um, yeah, so so what they've done at, at Maastricht is really interesting. They've taken because. Uh, the CDAR web- metadata schema is it's a uh, it's a web service, but uh, they felt that it would be too too clunky if you had to leave IRODs and then go to the to the the, the metadata the, the web service to create your metadata and then go back into um, go back into IRODs. So what they did at Maastricht was to take the 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 code from the metadata from the CDAR metadata schema and then put a wrap around it and incorporate it. Directly into IRODs in a way which enables um, uh, uh, metadata schemas to be uh, conveniently created and then built upon in IRODs itself. So I've been the, I've been looking at CDAR more in the area of uh, of things like of like the Omics projects uh, that we were just that we just mentioned, but it's interesting to see that that it's also was incorporated into something like um, like IROS, but one can easily imagine that that a similar approach could be taken uh, to some of the uh, the metadata schema and 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 um, and sample management uh, issues and and workflows, which are again being widely discussed now. Thank you. I guess that's testament to the um, open source nature of IROS and the ability of people to add to it. Um, I wonder if you actually could give us a, a, a little bit about the importance of metadata in your opinion, because as you mentioned, we haven't been able to talk about it in previous episodes or it hasn't come up. Um, as well as just before we move on, um, for someone who's new to the concept of IRODs, could you give us a small summary or a breakdown of what IRODs is capable of or, or why it's so important? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I'm the best person to do that. And uh, I'm sure uh, if, if, Terrell Russell, who's the executive director, or someone else from IWAS was listening, they would probably be slapping my hand. So, uh, uh, because I'm far from an expert in IROs, and in fact, I'm relatively new to IROs, and perhaps that's one of the reasons I was so so taken with it. Um, but um, IROs is a is a kind of, um, as I understand it, it's a it's a kind of middleware, if you will. <clears throat> it's middleware that is acts as a as a virtual file management system. And file enhancement system, so it can help you um, move your files around. It can help you uh, connect your files to other things that you're using, uh, other 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 data uh, data storage and other other kinds of um, facilities, uh, and also uh, in addition to data storage, other other tools that you might be might be using, whether that's a data repository or an electronic lab notebook or or whatever it might be. Uh, so fundamentally, that's what that's what IROs is, and as I say, for those who would like to learn more, um, I encourage you to go to the to the website and um, uh, and 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 explore yourself. And there's also there's actually tons of good good videos 
from past user group meetings and, and otherwise about specific things that people have done with uh, with irods so in terms of the of the metadata yeah so i mean i think one of the there's 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 again what's data what's metadata that is very much uh, uh beauties in the eye of the beholder different people have different ideas and so that is an important point to make that the, the whole notion of metadata is is uh is highly malleable uh, but fundamentally i guess metadata is is a is is a is a script, descriptions of of data which are standardized and which can be therefore be be aggregated. Um, so, for example, uh, if you have a, a data set, uh, a very simple metadata could be who's the who's the author of the data author authors of the data set when was it created that kind of simple data. And there are various metadata standards uh, and and schemas, uh, some of which are quite generic and then increasingly of interest are ones which are much more domain specific. So for example, metadata about, about omics data would be, uh, would be an example. And in order to make data, uh, findable, uh, standardized metadata is, is critical. Uh, and findable is really the first step in fair. Uh, so, um, so without, if you can't find something, you can't do anything fair. So I think, so at a, at a kind of a, a simple way of thinking about it. Uh, that's one of the reasons that that metadata is so important. On the other hand, coming up with standardized um, schemas is is very difficult because everyone's doing different different kinds of research and has different ideas. So it's kind of finding the balance between standardization and allowing enough flexibility is 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 always a challenge. And that's what's that kind of dynamic is being played out in multiple domains um, uh, at the moment. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wonder if you have any concluding thoughts to share with us. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess my concluding thoughts, coming back to the the original thoughts, uh, to some extent, I, I felt uh, that IRODs. Again, I just kind of I'm just dipping in for the first time in detail, so I'm I my perspective has to be taken with a grain of salt. But my 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 impression was that the IRODs uh, as as a platform and also as a community is kind of at a, a tipping point or a, a taking off point where there's increasing, there's clearly increasing interest. And there were a number of, of institutions represented at the UGM who are, who are not using IRODs, but were just, just there to learn and to explore the use of IRODs institutions and also, um, also uh, large uh, kind of more project-based um, initiatives as well. Uh, as well as universities, so clearly there's a, there's growing interest, and I would say that the utility that existing institutions and users are finding is increasing, and the examples I gave about the integrations with other other platforms and also things which people are building on top of IRODs, like the um, the examples I gave at uh, at Charité about the omics data. Uh, Indicate that people are 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 increasingly finding IRODs a useful um, building platform as well as something that they can use. So I guess my 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 overall sense was that there's a lot of dynamism, a, a, a lot of a lot of relevance to, as I said, some of the other key things which are being discussed in terms of, of research data management, things like metadata, but also more generally that acting as middleware that ties together uh, different um, different systems that people have. 
and that uh, you know kind of wash this space really that was my uh, that was probably my main takeaway definitely yeah so please make sure to check out the irods website for more info and uh, that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed the discussion um, the Fair Data Podcast is provided by fairdatapodcast.org and is regularly hosted by Rory McNeil and produced by myself, Maroz Ahmed. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and follow us on Twitter at Fair Data Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UK, and 5 p.m. Central European Time, and later in Australia, Japan, and other parts of Asia. Thank you for listening and see you next time.